0: Hello and welcome to the IMMJ podcast. My name is Musha Patawo. Many autistic people complain about isolation and joblessness and organisations like the National Autistic Society are looking to improve both social and work environments for them. It's Thursday the 8th of August and I'm at the Listening Post where Selma Starr comes to seek comfort to talk about her own experience. I am Selma Starr. I am 54 years old at present, was born on the 28th of October of 1964. I was diagnosed with Asperger syndrome, a high-functioning form of autism, in the autumn of 1969, when I was almost five years old, as soon as I started school. That diagnosis meant that I was kept in special schools throughout the whole of my statutory education until I finished school at sixteen. I have been living on state benefits, disability benefits, ever since I was a teenager. I've never had a job. I've never earned a single penny in my life. As you can obviously hear, clearly by the way I speak, I'm intelligent. I'm responsible. I'm just as intelligent as any other middle-aged responsible adult. But however intelligent and responsible I am, and many other high-functioning Asperger people like me may be that does not mean we are able to carve out a living by holding down a job i am not able to hold down a job because i struggle to do things when somebody else expects what they expect me to do what they would have me do it's not because i'm lazy but i tend to either drain out which means it's like my astral energy is just going i'm just like a, a a shell i'm just just got no energy in me, sort of, like my mental or astral energies have gone, And or oh, I just lock up on the job Oh, my fingers and thumbs with it. And I tried to do a thing in the kitchen a few years ago, and I got a bit chatty sometimes. And I've, even with restraint, trying my best not to go on too much or get on somebody's wire too much, this woman actually still, in the end, found she had to... Uh, distance herself from me in this kitchen that was just a couple of one one or two days a week. You we only worked out what three hours a week. And it was at it was at a place that was a mental health support. But the woman found that I was just too much for her. She just couldn't cope with me. She just couldn't cope with my persona, my presence. And the thing is this is another problem if i did jobs, so i've never earned a penny in my life so when you're doing jobs even something you want whether you are full-time part-time paid voluntary or if you're working for a company or you're working self-employed freelance or whatever you still have to do the work that somebody else has you there to do because of this we can't work for a living. The two primary things of life is your working life, your productivity and doing useful things and working for a living. And the other thing is your family and social life. Now, if you can work, but you can socialise, if you can't work, it's hard. But if you can have friends and you can socialise, you can have some happy life. But if you have a social problem, but you can absorb yourself in your job or your activities, you can do something useful. But if you are... Ruined on both things you cannot work for a living or be productive you cannot socialize well That doesn't leave you with a great deal of a quality of life at all so this asperger syndrome is what i would term as being like with mental health problems whether it's schizophrenia bipolar disorder or whether so the neurological developmental disability like autism asperger syndrome tourette syndrome dyspraxia or psychological problems like obsessive compulsive disorder or post-traumatic stress disorder, whatever. These are all forms of mental conditions. And it's the people who've got the mental conditions of various sorts are much more marginalised and ostracised and looked down upon socially within wider society than anybody else with any other kind of illness or disability. And this is why I would term these kind of conditions as being severe social disability. We are severely socially disabled. And we are disabled, as I've heard it termed years ago, we are disabled more by society. And too many of society's intolerant attitude and looking in a negative way towards people whose demeanor or mental processes for whatever reason is different to the standard normalness, they don't look at, they don't see anything that might be good there, they just see well we're just misfits, we're just something to be shunned, we get more marginalised and stigmatised and we are just fall straight to what I would say the bottom of the social pile. We don't have any status in society and it's horrible when we're just as human as anyone else. We don't cause trouble. Even when we don't cause trouble, there's something else called fitting in with normal. This normalness is not about whether you are being rude to somebody, whether you're bad-tempered, whether you're gossiping, whether you're just being the really nasty attitude, being obscene, or being threatening or dangerous to anyone. It's something else other than that, which is not about being good or bad. It's just some other thing, normalness, the petty, pernickety little things that are just pointless to any only person. If you don't put on the act play society's game, behave and just be like the same as everybody else. That treat you badly, even though you haven't actually done anything wrong. Post listening post I come to because it's somewhere where I know I'm accepted, where I've got someone to talk to, because I don't hardly have any friends for all the reasons explained. There's one friend I do have who also has the same problem, I've got Asperger syndrome. And we're like the blind leading the blind. However good a friend he is, which he is a great friend. He cannot help me meet other people because he has no other friends. And as much as somebody might be a good friend, if you're always with only that same one person all the time, it, you can start talking to each other, repeating each other around the same circles, and you get stuck in your little pocket joined at the hip. And that's not a healthy situation for anyone, autism or not, even so-called normal people can get fed up with that because we all need different people in our lives meet different personalities different peoples with their stories to tell different peoples with their different senses of humor and other interesting things and we all need to circulate socially because as human beings we are social beings we all need each other and for anyone to be alone And to spend too much time alone, it's usually always because of something wrong. And that's why the listening post is so vital that there's some great people here. And I would really be lost without it, like at weekends when my art workshop, which is an art studio that supports this chilly studios... And it's a Blackfriars in Newcastle, and it's an art workshop that supports people with mental health conditions. And there's quite a growing number of regular members who also have Asperger syndrome, autism. There, it's it's more the mental disabilities where people can do the art, right, they can do their own thing. You can join in on formal sessions. You don't have to be. Uh, it's not demanding. You can do your own thing at your own pace and in your own way. Unlike jobs, working for a living, it's not just what you do, it's also the way you do. And if you don't go through the procedure of doing things in the way they want you, they can sack you, even if the end product is satisfactory. For now, people on the spectrum can only hope as they await the outcome of the Autistic Strategy Review. The podcast you just listened to was made with Anchor FM.